0: Oh my gosh, after day one, I
1: was thinking, I don't know if I'm going to finish this. And look, I'm done. A swage. I think I got corrected on it every time. Who even says that word? Why did I even have to use that word? That's not even a word people use.
2: I wrote my book because as I looked at the world around me, I couldn't figure out how so many people could report being unhappy. Welcome to This is the Author where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks.
0: In this episode, meet therapist and relationship expert Nedra Lover Tawab, best-selling author and podcaster Jen Hatmaker, and educator, entrepreneur, and businesswoman Ellen Petrie-Leans. These women all share a similar drive to help listeners create more happiness in their lives. Listen to them talk about writing their books, and then recording the audiobooks. Enjoy. Hi, this is Nedra glover Tawab, author of Set Boundaries, Find Peace. I wrote this book because I wanted people to have a modern guide on what boundaries are. I think it's such an overused term, and so many people still have Many, many questions about how boundaries apply to their life. So, I wanted to provide a guide to help people understand the importance of boundaries in everyday life. If I had to describe recording my audiobook in one word, I guess I would say it was stretching. Anytime you're learning something new, you have to allow yourself the process of getting to know the new thing that you're learning. So it's always interesting to start something from scratch and be very bad at it and see yourself getting better. And this was a new thing for me. So just the growing pains of starting something new, I felt really stretched. I realized I had trouble pronouncing ask That was my most difficult word because I guess when I'm talking, I don't really pay attention to the pronunciation of asking. I'm just saying something and that's not what I'm saying. So it was really interesting pronouncing ask in all of its variations. I'm proud that I was able to Finish the book. Oh, my gosh. After day one, I was thinking, I don't know if I'm going to finish this. And look, I'm done. So I'm so proud that I finished recording my audiobook. I'm excited that listeners will be able to hear me narrate my own book. From my community, I got so many questions about who would be reading the book. So I'm happy to be the person reading the book. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast, gosh, I can't pick one. I'm going to go with LeVar Burton, Tom Hanks, or Michael Scott. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was Mariah Carey's book. I think she did an amazing job at using her voice as a singer, as an actress, and also as a narrator of her own story. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is in the kitchen while I'm cooking. And surprisingly, I listen to books in the shower on my earbuds. And now, hear Nedra Glover Tawab read a clip from her audiobook. According to studies, anxiety is rising. Complicated relationships are among the leading causes of increasing rates of anxiety, and anxiety and depression are the two most common reasons people pursue therapy. Just like Kim, people enter therapy when anxiety is starting to impact their daily life. I worked with Kim to unpack her need to be present for everyone. I helped her see that saying no would give her the time she was seeking saying no would give her the freedom to settle into her role as a wife. Saying no would reduce her worries so that she could get out of bed and face the day without immediately feeling overwhelmed.
1: This is Jen Hatmaker, author of Simple and Free. I wrote my book because I was sick of being owned by my stuff. I hit this moment where I looked around and thought, it's not even anymore that I own all of this, it's that it owns me. And I could not figure out a way out of it. It felt crazy, it felt wild, it felt excessive. I saw my kids starting to get swept up in the crazy machine and I thought, that's it. We're going to kind of have to do something wild. And since I don't have a normal person's gear, I can't just make a slight, tiny adjustment and see what happens. I have to overhaul our entire life. And thus, we engaged a seven-month social experiment to deeply reduce our intake, our consumerism, our expenditures, absolutely everything. And turns out it changed our lives. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be long. <laughs> it's long to sit here and read a book out loud with a lot of inflection. <laughs> okay, like I want you to think about the absolute longest book that you ever read to your kids at bedtime. It's like, That's the book you hate the most. It takes too long. It's got too many pages. It's too much print on each page. And your kids are too old. And so you can't even skip pages because they're on to you. So I want you to expand that book by about 20 times. But you know what? It was also fun to go back. Because for me, this is an updated project. And so being back in my life from a decade ago in such visceral terms, it was also nostalgic. So I'm going to say long and nostalgic. I get two answers. I realized I had trouble pronouncing the word assuage. A-S-S-U-A-G-E, assuage. I thought that that was said assage. Turns out I wrote it like three times in the book. And I think I got corrected on it every time. Assuage. Who even says that word? Why did I even have to use that word? That's not even a word people use. I think there was something else too. Oh my goodness, I know what it is. I had to pull it up on my phone and play it, the app that says a word out loud to you so you can hear how it's pronounced, because my entire life I get confused on how to say the word macabre. Do you know what I'm saying? The word that's about things being like really dark, M-A-C-A-B-R-E, tell me that does not look like macabre. I said that word macabre like that in front of my mom one time, And I have never heard the end of it since. I'm like, well, how? I'm just a reader. That's what the letters say. And so because I didn't ever get it right the first time, I still can't get it. I do want to say that I had that word in this book. And I think I got it right the first time. But that is also because I prepared myself for that word. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I think I would cast Melissa McCarthy. First of all, she's the funniest human alive. And... Simple and Free, it's kind of a kick in the face. You know what I mean? It's sort of a kick you in the teeth kind of a book that forces you to think about hard things and your choices. We need somebody funny, you know? Somebody funny needs to come in and lighten the load to take the funny parts and make them way funnier than they were actually written by the book's author. Plus, Melissa McCarthy, she's my queen. She's my comedy queen. And now... Listen to a clip from my audiobook. This is all Susanna's fault. She had to trot out her little social experiment, pick five, right when God was confronting me with my greed, excess, materialism, consumerism, envy, pride, comfort, insatiability, irresponsibility, and, well, there was other stuff, but I want you to like me, so I'll shelve the rest for later. Did I mention need for approval? Let me back up. My family has undergone profound transformation in the last three years. Let me sum it up. God really messed us up.
2: Hi, I'm Ellen Petrie-Lianz, author of The Happiness Hack. Take charge of your brain and program more happiness into your life. I wrote my book because as I looked at the world around me, I couldn't figure out how so many people could report being unhappy and have that be something that had been part of all human time. I felt that there was something happening that was changing the way we experienced happiness, and I couldn't put a finger on what it was. Yet, as I started studying neuroscience and learning more about the way the brain worked, answers became more clear to me and I started to see how mindfulness—and even awareness of how the brain worked—could be a path to bringing us back to more happiness. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, I couldn't. My words would be, dream come true. I had some laughs recording this audiobook because I realized I've been mispronouncing the word mischievous my entire life. I pronounced it mischievous, who knew? I'm excited that listeners will hear easy, actionable, everyday steps that they can do to take more charge of their brain and bring more happiness to their lives. If it wasn't me reading this audiobook, I would cast Jane Goodall as the narrator because I love her voice so much. Wisdom, perspective, and deep understanding seems to shine from every word. I'd find it very inspiring to listen to her. The most recent audiobook I've listened to and loved was neuroscientist and psychologist Lisa Feldman Barrett's How Emotions Are Made. Lisa cracks the code on how emotions change our perception, how they cause every bit of incoming information to become subjective rather than objective, and how they truly shape our world. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is in my dining room, but not because I'm eating there. I use my dining room table as my art table, and I love to listen to audiobooks as I collage. You know, one thing surprised me while reading this book, and... That was that when I wrote it in 2017, we truly did live in a more innocent time. Now, with the dawn of COVID, even the things that we could do of, you know, going into a coffee shop and using eye contact or friendly smiles or kind words to create connection, we really took for granted how available even simple things like that were to us. And reading this book, I have to say, I felt a a little twinge at some moments of, Really, how much I know we're all wishing to get those times of connection back. And now, here's a clip from my audiobook. I hope you enjoy. Inside your head is a three-pound marvel that rivals any technology in the world today. Sparked by the flow of electrical currents and an ever-changing blend of chemicals, each with a distinct job, it unendingly updates and remaps itself to make you possible. Powered by 100 billion neurons, each connected to 10,000 additional neurons, the brain, many say, is the most complex object in the known universe. And what a job it does. It regulates your fundamental body functions, your breath, heart rate, and digestion. It manages sleep, hunger, growth, and hormonal cycles. It processes memories emotions, cravings, and how you indulge them. It manages how you sense and navigate the world. All this, and an unending list beyond, is the work of your brain, often without you even knowing what it's up to. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.